0: There's a great deal of people who wonder how to use focus to their best advantage. The problem is no one tells you how to focus. Like seriously, who has taught you how to focus? You've heard the word, I'm quite sure you've heard the phrase I should say. You should just focus. Okay, focus, yes, you're probably right. In order for me to get something done, I had to actually pay attention to it long enough to actually do it, right? Of course. But how do I pay attention? How do I focus? A lot of people don't understand that this is a simple matter of knowing how. Well, I want to make it real clear. There's only one thing that drives your focus. Period. Period one thing, and that is your questions. The questions you ask help create the meaning, and in creating that meaning is what gives you the intent, and the intent gives you the action. I've been through so many different things in my life, and I often wonder how to even start explaining it. Like, how do I tell someone that they can make it from homelessness. How do I tell someone that they can come back and have not only a healthy and passionate and fun and understanding love after being subjected to some of the most horrible <sighs> disheartening, shattering, unsettling events such as rape? I was raped shortly after my 28th birthday and it undid me and I, the rape was bad enough. Yeah, it was, it was awful. I mean, absolutely courageous. Uh, It was courageous for me to think what I thought after it happened, I should say. And not the initial thought because the initial thought was, I am going to die. The reason why I thought that, because 20 years prior, eight years old, and for those of you who need a better understanding, that's third grade. So if you have an eight or nine year old, yeah, that's how small, how young I was. The first time I was assaulted in my own home by a friend of the family, someone that my mother and father trusted. So as a child, of course, I then trusted who my parents trusted. And no, in no way do I blame my mother or my father for what happened because evil people do exist. And broken people do do exist. Have you heard the term hurt people hurt people? Broken people break people. And this guy was pretty broken. So, um, someone who I would have never thought was a predator turned out to be one. He was an older guy, like a lot older, like damn near my grandfather's age. And he put something in my drink. Um, I knew this person all of, I guess, a month. And he was an old man, and I thought of him like my grandfather. So, I did not put any guards up. I didn't think for one second that this person was going to do anything to harm me to that magnitude. Of course I heard the comments and the oh you're so pretty and wow you have you have such beautiful skin and oh you have such full lips and and I thought, you know, wow these are pretty detailed compliments, but I didn't think past that. Um I often seek to see the good in people. And some call that gullible. My then boyfriend called it gullible. And some would call that crazy to think that most people have good in them. I like living in a world where I believe that most people are, in fact, good people. It attracts more good than bad. Now, don't get it twisted. Bad happens. It's life. I don't corner the market unheard. I don't believe that anyone does. I do, in fact, believe that the horrible things that happen in our life, the horrific, mind-shattering Heartbreaking things that happen to us make us the amazing people that we turn out to be. Because who you become on the other side of that heartbreaking, shattering thing, who you become during that heartbreaking, shattering thing, it's all up to you. I'm not saying that the event was your fault. But I am a firm believer that you do not have to add insult to injury by allowing someone who's not thinking of you anymore past the event that they inflicted inflicted upon you. They're not thinking about you anymore. So you do not have to think about them. And you can focus on building yourself in a way that you're proud of. I had one question after... Actually... I had one state of mind, which was safety. I wanted to feel safe again. And I had two major questions. Why would someone do something like that? And if sex could be used to hurt, could it be used to heal? Those were the two questions that plagued me most days. And so therein, I went into school and uh, sought to... Get my psychology degree, and I focused on sexual human sexuality, and I came across a, th- a ton of questions uh, that were interesting, but the answers that I found were all different, of course, because we're all different people, and so no, there will be no, <laughs> there will be no one blanket question answer for anyone. There's no the way; it's a way. So one way might work for this person, while another way will work for the other person. The truth of the matter is you have to be brutally honest with yourself to find out which way is going to work for you. Because if you take the surface way, nine times out of ten, the transformation won't happen. And you'll end up like I did for many a year, living fractured and living broken because I didn't ask the question to myself. I just became a pleaser. I felt that I was worthless. I felt um, that I didn't deserve love. And it was because of some other broken people, breaking people that I bought someone else's story. Instead of the empowering questions, I was asking the damning questions like, why me? What did I do to deserve this? How bad can this get? Yes, these questions, the ones that make you cry, the ones that rip your heart out, instead of asking, How is this working for me? Who can I become to ensure my survival of this thing? How can the universe, i.e. God, use me to help others? Those are the questions that I took a long time. Pain and shame played a long, hard road for me. But... I found my way. It took a lot of empowering empowering questions. It took a lot of personal development. And the person that I I am transforming into, and I can't say that I'm there yet, I'm on that, I'm on the path. But the person I'm transforming into, I I love her. And no, I'm far from perfect. And I don't think anyone is. I do think we're a host of imperfections. But (laughs) I do know for a fact that you're not what you're going through. That's an event that is not who you are. And you don't have to add insult to injury. You can find a better way out of this. And it'll seem like magic. Like hocus pocus. focus (laughs) you'll be able to focus it'll seem like magic when you start asking yourself the better questions and don't get it twisted I took a lot of naps to stop the momentum I had going and yes naps do work because when your energy is built up in such a way energy does not know good or bad it just knows what it is and your mind is a believer so it only believes what you tell it and I told myself for way too many years that I was undeserving that I could never have a loving husband and I could never have children and I could never have uh, success in in anything because who would want to give a broken, shattered little girl anything? You know, I was tainted and wanted and I believed in my state of religion at that time that because I was no longer, quote unquote, a virgin that no one would ever want me. that was a really painful place to live and that it saw it brought me to a place of seeking to please everyone around me to the detriment of myself making thieves of all the people I claim to be friends and family because if you're giving from empty You're making thieves of the people who you're giving to and they don't even know it. And they don't know why they don't really like being around you because the energy reads clear people pick up. You never get that gut feeling like, uh, no, it's okay. You don't have to help me and you want to help, but it's coming from a very broken, needy place. Like if I give to you, then you'll love me, won't you? You won't abandon me, won't you? And I was so terrified to be abandoned. I was so terrified to be unwanted that I sought to please everyone around me to the detriment of who I could become. And that was bad. It was a really bad thing. And I learned a lot. The lessons were not easy. I didn't come by them overnight. It took a great many a year, but I am now in a place where I can share. And so I started this podcast and I'm working on finding my voice and working on finding all the things that are are in order and how this actually works. But for right now, it's hocus pocus focus. The questions are better asked when you are asking the empowering ones. So the questions create the drive and create the feeling you assign. You you have to assign the feeling. The questions create the focus. The feeling is what you assign it. You tell yourself what something means and that's all that happens. When you meet someone and you say, oh my gosh, I love them. Your body responds to that because you're telling that. And so when you create the meaning, you create the results. The results are from the intent, but that's after you give it meaning. So, hocus, pocus, focus. Love you.